okie dokie so we are recording uh first of all hi michael i'm so incredibly happy to have you on the podcast today thank you thank you? you for having me i'm chill um i got my vaccine yesterday so i feel a little i feel kind of poopy right now real talk i don't know i was i was trying trying to like power through it but it's true and so if you get the vaccine just be ready to like not feel the greatest i'm oh, just gonna put that out there <laughs> under the weather is that the second one is that because we have two do, do you have two yeah um yeah. i got the like pfizer one today or yesterday and my arm hurts a lot so oh. <laughs> i was gonna say I'm, I'm not jealous but i am and i'm not and i'm a kind of like you know first of all mm. i also want to say that i'm like so happy to have an american on my podcast <laughs> really Yes, I like. <laughs> I'm so excited. Like, I, lo I love it. I just absolutely love it. Um, but yes. So first of all, thank you for being here. Big fan, big fan. You've disappeared for a little bit, so I'm so happy yeah. that we can kind of bring you back in a sense. You know, um, mm. I'm sure that a lot of people will be super happy to, you know, hear your voice and your opinions and your pettiness. That's what you're known for. Yes. So I, <laughs> well, I personally have a little bit of an alcoholic beverage with me tonight, just to kind of ease the flow of conversation. You know, bring the pettiness out a little, <laughs> bring, bring the good conversation juice out um, a bit. But yeah, so basically, what I want to talk about was just the general idea of like are we becoming a little bit too sensitive just mm -hmm. as a society in general right um are we becoming you know there's a lot of talk about like snowflaking there's a lot of there's a lot of like talk about you know people just like oh you can't have a you can't have any jokes anymore right mm -hmm. like, you can't joke about it anymore because people get offended at everything and anything so I just wanted to like talk about that a little bit and like your view as well mm -hmm. um because you don't you know you're sensitive to the point of like you mind what you say not to offend other people but you also don't tolerate any bullshit and i appreciate that right so is there yeah so what basically okay so how it started for me at least and i don't know if you've seen the comedy show that i linked you yeah um yes yeah, so it was jack whitehall's um stand-up comedy show i don't know if he's in america i'm pretty sure he 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 is but i'm not sure he um i've i've known him like as a british comedian mm-hmm um, and so you did this show called uh, Christmas with my father and it was just some it was such a hit and miss for me like 90% or like 60% of it was like pretty good right like 70 mm -hmm. maybe and then some of it was just so low and mm -hmm. I was sat there essentially offended at something that wasn't meant to be offensive towards me that wasn't even about me and then I was like is this because am I getting offended for other people because I am a snowflake I'm like oh my god like drum roll <laughs> Dun dun dun! Like, right? Oh, is that is there something in it? Is it valid? Um, it's, it's such a like that's such a tricky kind of like topic, and I'm glad that it's something that you're like trying to tackle because I do understand both sides of the coin in a sense because it is true. Like, I mean, I I guess in in the grand scheme of things, like I would be considered a snowflake because at least here in like America or whatever, because I am more liberal or progressive in my views. And there are, I do have sensibilities and things that like I don't touch. Like there are certain topics of like, I guess marginalized people that like I mm -hmm. have to be more sensitive of. And I know that those, mm -hmm. I know there's like differences culturally, even 
even with like countries so similar as like mm -hmm. the UK and America, because we have a different background in history. Oh, but even just hugely. So one of the biggest things that was um, highlighted to me, actually like slapped me in the face when I started my YouTube channel and, you know, later on like the podcast was that you are generally so much more careful. Mm -hmm. I have never, and I see this now contrasted with like my family in Poland and my friends in Poland. There's a lot of things that come off as very offensive there that is just so incredibly normalized here in the UK, right? So an mm -hmm. example is like just you greet your friends by shouting and like offend, like offending them essentially. And like the more offensive you are, that means that the closer you are as as friends. And mm -hmm. it was just like this is the only country and I'll, I'll, i've always said this that i've ever been to and i've been to quite a few where people just greet each other by calling each other you know nonces or like like it's just so incredibly weird to me like just it, it, <laughs> like the word the c word like the, the mm -hmm. that they are so incredibly normalized that i have to be incredibly careful when talking to people, especially from America, but like in my YouTube comment section, things like that, because people were like, whoa, I can't believe you'd say that. And I was like, mm -hmm. well, what's wrong with that? Because I grew up with this. The, right. the is just so incredibly dark and just any kind of socialization is so incredibly dark um, that it never like stood out to me that it was wrong almost, but right. that like other people could take offense, you know? And it was just as, you know, as shallow as like you said, like, you know, like just greeting someone with an F word. Mm -hmm. where anywhere else it would be like what are you doing like that's inappropriate but here yeah, it's just completely fine so it's just kind of like that's the that's one of the big things that i've sort of come to learn but yeah sorry i interrupted you about you know the the, the thoughts on the the jack whitehall show right no no worries um the like i totally i get what you're saying with those things like in in many aspects like uh in america for there's i mean the it's such a hard like for so long um like racism and like homophobia and stuff like it's been like baked into the cake like it's just a part of our like yeah. our upbringing in a sense because mm -hmm. of the like total years of like oppression and stuff mm -hmm. like that that have happened here so in, a, in many ways we've been, become far more cognizant of like the things that we're saying to mm -hmm. each other be it even if it's like not meant maliciously or with yeah. like a, or to be taken with offense yeah. and, and, and in a lot of ways I get that and I understand that like that's important that we like take the time to understand how like our mm -hmm. words have impact um, mm -hmm. but then also there's this other aspect because I am a gay black man yeah. Um, and in certain circles, we do say things to each other that are considered offensive. Like I know around a lot of my gay friends or whatever, we'll say like, like the F word, like we'll call each other the F word yeah. and stuff like that. But like, I mean, but I'm not like as a straight person, you wouldn't say that, to, you know, yeah. like, yeah. so it's yeah. like, so it's, sense, that's, yeah, that you've, you've taken ownership of that. Mm -hmm. So you've kind of taken that word that was supposed to offend you and you're taking it and said like, that's mine. And if right. I want to use it towards my, like, we know that it's not malicious. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of the same as like in my groups of friends, again, I've, I've invited you here because I think this is an incredibly important topic to talk about. And so interesting because you are, um, like you said, you are a gay 
person of color. So you're right. going to have different experiences and perspectives to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so in my limited experience, you know, obviously I'm from a different country and a lot of the time people, you know, they're still xenophobic. Um, they're still, you just still definitely feel that a little bit, but there's a difference between someone that I don't know calling mm-hmm. me an immigrant or a Paul than my best friend doing it in a joking way. You know, it's kind of like those boundaries where it's like, it's the same, it's the same kinds of words, but you know, for a fact that depending on where they're coming from and who they're coming from, they can mean two completely different things, even right. if they're said in the same setting on the same like you know the, the same joking way or whatever it's kind of like mm, well i know that she doesn't actually mean it but i don't know if you don't actually mean it and you're right. just playing it off as like oh you know it's fine you're just saying it um so in the jack whitehall show basically the one the 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 kind of like joke or maybe you know the punchline that kind of rubbed me the wrong way was um the 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 father is obviously a very, i don't know if you know them i don't know if you've heard about of them before uh jack uh, whitehall yeah yeah oh i watched his special i think i watched the uh, they didn't have the christmas one in in the u.s mm-hmm. on it but i watched his other one i can't remember what it's called right now um yeah. but he did kind of touch on topics like that which i like it seems to be a theme of his like his yes, specials. yes and um i feel like a lot of the time it's very much when his father is with him mm-hmm. that these kind of topics come out more often um and so the whole family is quite wealthy the whole family has always been quite wealthy i'm pretty sure the dad worked in theater the mom was like a model an actress or something i might have that wrong Love but that. You know, it's 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 you know <laughs> essentially i was looking at it as like these people if you think about it at the most you know quote-unquote privileged mm-hmm. from like just by societal standards right so they're rich they're white they're men mm-hmm. um you know, they're in the UK, they're not like in any other developing countries anywhere like that. So I was like, you know, the, the jokes that they were making, they were kind of like, you know, did you know that now there's people that are like non-binary and the dad was like shaking his head almost as to be like, oh, like what now kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, or like the things where he's like, you know, would you cater to vegetarians? And he's like, oh, I'll get them to, I'll tell them to get the F out my house or whatever, you know? And it, it's <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> I'm just like, you, you sit there. And you know, you laugh at some of it, but then it's mm-hmm. kind of kind of take a step back and you're like, these are like people. Right, <laughs> right. Like these are like people who have never experienced or made or potentially statistically experienced it less mm-hmm. than like the people that they've taken the piss out of, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're kind of like, oh, the, the non-binary. But it's like a real struggle, right? People struggle, right. With, people struggle with identity. And as someone who's, you know, you're in the um, medical field, if I don't, if I'm not mistaken. Getting you know, like, into, yeah. Yes, you have background in it, you have some knowledge, I have some knowledge. And so it was just so weird to me that something that is clearly not like they haven't got any background in it right they're mm-hmm. comedians they're entertainers and so for them to joke about something that's actually you know a medical area of research something that's right. quite like you know like the 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 people who are trans and stuff like that we've got like evidence now we've got scanners we've got things like that we've got you know the, the medical side of it mm-hmm. and it's actually an ongoing topic of discussion like what should we do is the treatment is there like anything that we can do to facilitate people like that right, right. to help to make them feel the, the most comfortable and so for you to like go out there and just be like way like Haha, right. so fucking funny like what's next whatever you know it's just kind of feels like it it takes me back a little bit and it's just like i don't know if it's appropriate maybe if it was coming from someone who's actually part mm-hmm. of, of that group that you are talking about maybe i would feel different but right. it's because I'm so far removed from it 
Right. It's it's one of those things where like there's a like. A lot of people know this about me, but I love drag. Like, drag is one of my favorite things. And uh, there's uh, the drag queen, like, Bob the Drag Queen. Like, he is a very progressive person. But, like, even he can say things and do things that are, like, incredibly shocking. That are Mm -hmm. almost in a a way you're like, wow, that that feels like that's against every kind of, like, sensibility and stuff that you Mm -hmm. talk about. And But I also have to remember that, like, we're engaging in something where the rules of engagement are incredibly different right so like i look at like someone like dave Chappelle. like dave Chappelle is like when i was watching his special he kind of reminded me a lot of like a dave Chappelle. and in america like many of us especially my age like in our um early 30s and like on like we we mm-hmm. grew up watching Chappelle's show like on mm-hmm. comedy central and mm-hmm. he would he would say some of probably the most offensive things that like you could probably think of or he would make jokes of like someone's drug addiction or like this you know like having Wayne Brady like driving around acting like a quote-unquote gangster which is like kind of like shock because he's I mean he's a black man but he's also Wayne Brady you know and so we're tackling these like incredibly like um like almost like stereotypical or like um offensive kind of you know terms or whatever Mm -hmm. and um it 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 feels it comes off different and i try to remember that when i'm watching a Mm -hmm. comedy special like i'm like okay well i agreed to like engage in this content that is meant to be offensive so Mm -hmm. i try to like not i try to remove my like sensibility hat at least for the most part but i do understand what you're saying because it's like yes but you're making these jokes sir but at the end of the day like we're talking about someone's struggles or we're talking about someone's existence and it's also i feel like you know it's i think what it is for me is that he's not part of it right Mm -hmm. so he's not someone who's potentially ever publicly like struggled with it or we haven't heard of it you know obviously i don't know what goes and like goes on in private but from what i have heard you know it's nothing that he has ever struggled with it's not he's not part of a minority or, or, right. or he's not part of the group that he's making these jokes about and so i feel like a lot of the time so like take ricky gervais for example i love ricky mm. gervais he's yeah. probably one of the most offensive people i've ever met. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has made himself untouchable like right. to the point where this dude can say anything now mm-hmm. and he somehow his reputation is that he is a good person and he is mm-hmm. just doing that because it's comedy and he has this distance to you know to to make sure that you know that it's right. just comedy and it's just a job and he doesn't he's not he's not doing this with like you know ill intent right. and also a lot of the jokes that he makes he was also a part of that right so at one point he like lost a lot of weight um and so now he goes on to like like the, in in his like the, my favorite one which is humanity he goes on to say you know things about fat people mm-hmm. and i feel like i'm more comfortable with it because it's not a skinny dude who's never been who's never known the struggles of an ed or who's never you know gone through something like that or who hasn't lost a bit like do you know what i mean so like right. it's almost like it's okay and i feel like i'm allowed to laugh at it mm-hmm. because it's coming from someone who's been through it right no, I totally get, like, I mean, Ricky Gervais, like, he's very, I mean, in America, he has his, like, own reputation here. Cause, I mean, there's, he's, he's like, hosted award shows in here, and yeah. I don't think he'll ever get to again. But, yeah. <laughs> like, I remember he, like, he hosted the Golden Globes one year, and he, like, he, ga- he gave one of the most, like, scathing 
um, like introduction comedy like openers that I've ever heard. And I was like, well, that will be his last time doing this. But I think it was more along the lines of him just offending the elites yes. that were in the room and they don't, they can never take a joke. Yes, but also do you think, <laughs> well, he's gone on to host like the Oscars or whatever, like mm-hmm. eight times or something, like something stupid. So clearly like people wanted him back because there was right. a stupid amount of times that he's done this. Um, and I also feel like we kind of can digest him making jokes and offending people who are bajillionaires. Right. Because we know that they probably don't have the same struggles as us. Right. Or like they have it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. They have, you know, the resources and things like that to deal with it. So I feel like mm-hmm. it's not that you don't feel as bad about it. Right. But you know, he so he essentially is doing that. But how come it's it hits whereas like Jack Whitehall's comedy like, like to me just doesn't and I feel like mm. it's almost like low hanging fruit, um you know like they're like oh fucking vegans or like oh like how yeah. many types of milk is there oh and it's just <laughs> like it's like you sit there and you're like is that the joke that's the punchline that yeah. there's like too many types of milk in Starbucks that you are that that you wanted like that's it you know yeah no I get that he, he's very like. It, it's almost as if like if there's no nuance behind the comedy or whatever or you're not like making something that is like in the end making you actually think yes. and it's just this typical like <laughs> gay joke or whatever yes. it's like yes. dude come on like that's a lazy and be mm-hmm. like why are you getting paid like probably millions of dollars to say this right now because like it's not funny it's not thought-provoking yeah. it's not yeah. new yeah. Like it's lazy. And I think I think maybe what it is is it's like you get to a point where you're like, dude, I'm just tired of like this like straight white man like being so lazy and being like applauded for being lazy. Yes, I think that's what it was. It was the fact that, you know, he obviously and again, this isn't like (laughs) this Mm -hmm. is gonna turn into like shit on Jack White also. Right. Um but but no, like that's I'm saying that like ninety percent like I love I love his stuff. Like fresh Mm -hmm. meat absolutely hilarious his specials uh, some of them are really funny some of them again i found i found that this pattern of when he's with his dad that's mm, the one yeah. that i cannot stomach so i don't know if you've seen it. he's got a show where he's like traveling with his dad um and it's on netflix i think mm-hmm. i feel and like I've, I've heard of it like I've, and I've literally yeah. seen, i think like three episodes or something and i couldn't watch it so <laughs> I couldn't because so like they go around the world and you know the joke is that his dad is such a posh white man like you know so rich and he's just not used to the peasants like us mm-hmm. and so he, it's so funny and so they go to like India or somewhere like a Middle Eastern country I believe and so the woman says something along the lines of like you need to take your shoes off before you walk in here mm-hmm. and he's like why would I do that and like starts rolling his eyes and like it's like you know and th- that's the joke and Jack Wyo was like oh my god dad just do it whatever and he's like no I'm not gonna do it so weird like and then i'm just like and this poor woman is stood there right at these two white like blocks like right white dudes and she's like what's going on because i don't know if she can understand them like i don't know i can't remember whether it was in english or whatever and i I don't know if she's like up to like up up, like she's not in the joke do you know i mean like Mm -hmm. you're essentially just stood there offending and arguing about this woman's you know religion or whatever it is in front of her and she's visibly uncomfortable right Um, and so it's one of those where it's like, where, what am I supposed to laugh at here? Am I laughing at the woman? Am I laughing mm. at the fact that your dad is so far removed from reality that doesn't understand <laughs> that respect is a thing? Yeah. Like, what? Um, what's exactly the joke here, you know? And again, like, I like, like, 90% of his stuff. Mm-hmm. But 
some of it is just so weirdly uncomfortable that I'm just like, mm, I don't know if this isn't like a little bit too far, like a little bit. Yeah, it's it's probably a lot of it is generational, right? Because it's like mm-hmm. even in my family, like I my like there are things that like my mom or like my grandma or whatever will say and i'm like bro we can't be saying that stuff anymore like we are we've evolved past that and i understand like what you're saying because like it is it is it is unsettling to like sit there and like watch like someone just be so incredibly disrespectful especially something like that like it's just like bro you're in like another country like just adhere to the rules like it's really not that fucking hard and like also we're tired of hearing about how like you're how like hearing you people like that complain about like them feeling inconvenienced because that's really yes. what it is right like yeah. it's not even so much that it's like something that is so like against your like your moral code or whatever it's like just take your fucking shoes it's off like, like yeah it's like oh god like now i have to yeah <laughs> my shoes off to honor what you believe in in your country like god right it's so hard on me like yeah yeah so that's kind of the, yeah um like yes, experience right. things dude like it's not like even i mean in here in america or whatever like i mean we have friends of different nationalities and cultures and like when i go over to like my friend's house and their tie like you take your shoes off at the door like that's just yeah. what you do and i don't you sit there and i'm like oh my god i have to take my yes. shoes off like it's just like just take them off dude and just like like go with the flow like you might experience something and be like actually you know what like i'm gonna actually start implementing a rule where people have to take their shoes off when they come in my house because yes. it makes like, sense like <laughs> out of respect when you're not gaining anything but this is a show that they made that they get mm. paid for by netflix yeah a lot so, too probably yes and you are still not you're essentially walking to someone's house and then being like well fuck your rails like do you know what i mean right and it's well it's it's their house you're a guest so you should really be following their rules right um and they're was, placating him they're placating that old man and be yes. you, what in a way and i'm like so you're almost in you're almost like reinforcing his like his rudeness in a way because yes. it's like it's the punchline and i get it like i get that to an extent but like maybe we should just maybe we should just stick to skits with that maybe that's the right. thing we should do <laughs> instead maybe, of like, like exposing strangers to like his awfulness yes and it's the fact that he's the main character here and essentially mm-hmm. we are all just like you know the side characters and the the end of it is like in ricky gervais's a lot of his jokes and a lot of his shows it's like he has a moral like at the end right so he has like mm. a lesson to be learned right so he's like don't be a dick or like right. whatever but a lot of the time here it's kind of like rich white man does it the way he wants to doesn't care about anyone else's feelings the mm-hmm. end and it's kind of like well there wasn't really any consequences of that behavior and in fact all we saw is that he entered the scenario being a rich white guy and he left, left it being yeah. exactly the same with the same kinds of views you know mm-hmm. so kind of like i feel like a lot of it is and i don't know why that is that it's just with when it, it's with his father i i just cannot personally do it and i'm sure a lot Mm. of people will just be like well you just can't take a joke and maybe that's what it is maybe i can't but some some of them are just weird and i'm almost like "Mm, i I don't know about that one i didn't find a human that you know i'm kind of just watching right face being like that that's it that that was the funny bit i i I do i and i agree i i think it also comes down to the title or down to like it's like it you have a right to be offended by things like that's Mm -hmm. i don't think i think that's like one thing that a lot of people like 
don't take away from or, or a lot of the time when the offender like they get mad that like they're causing offense to someone it's, yeah it i mean it's all in how you respond to things right yeah. so like in in many aspects or whatever it's like when i find that i've offended someone like there are times where I care and I do take like can, I do take the time to like sit there and like really understand like where they're coming from and how they might interpret this about. And then there are times where I'm like, you know what, I've encountered this like a lot of times and mm-hmm. I still don't really understand like what my what my how my actions or my words really affected you that way. Mm-hmm. And I may curb that in the future or I may just like keep going and, you know, like mm-hmm. so it's like it's 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 like a fine line but i do think that we've kind of we've reached our our limit of like having to deal with like awful older people i think that's part of it where we're just like you know what like that's where the consensus is mm -hmm. in general where it's just but some like i feel like the only way that we can you know put a stop to something that makes you feel uncomfortable is to not participate in it right so even right. us just having this conversation is like well maybe i'll you know maybe i won't watch his next special or maybe i right. won't support his next show with his father and you know the more people sort of take on perspectives like that and actually like oh yeah actually i i sort of just laugh along because everyone else is laughing along and over you know like it's okay mm-hmm. to not like a piece of media and not support that piece of media if like it's within your right like you said to be offended and you don't have to be sorry that something's hurting your feelings mm-hmm. um and so you know that was sort of like the intro to the podcast but we are 25 minutes in right now <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah um another thing was the so first of all I've, I've never seen super bad right and i think that's what it was called the film the film with McCormick really? in it, i've never seen it. i was never expected well first of all i was a bubble child right so i was oh, never God. like no like Power Rangers, Pokemon, like Barbie. Oh my no. god! Wow. <laughs> like, I was not allowed any of that. <laughs> I turned out fine. <laughs> right, right. You're like I'm catching up. No, I have friends yes. like that too. Like I have friends that grew up like um, incredibly Christian, like Pentecostal yes. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like they, they're like, oh, I never watched Saturday Night Live. I'm like, what? No, yes. Yeah. So there were so many things that I, I came here and I was like, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. And right. so you know, trust the British public to just plow me right, right into the deep end yeah. and just like we shall show you a good time right um, so one of the things i never seen until like literally three weeks ago was the film super bad and apparently it's very like i've seen memes of it and stuff mm-hmm. but i just never sat down because one of the things that i don't like is stupid comedy right. um, and basically comedy films that just rely on like fart jokes or like sex jokes, things like that yes like i'm just like mm. Mm, I don't really like it, you know? Right. So I never seen it, but then Owen was like, no, go on, just see it. Like, it's actually quite good. And I had a great time. Like, it was really good. One of the lines that stood out to me, though, was when they are at the football game or like the football field. Mm-hmm. And he's basically talking about how, like, he wants to get with this girl and mm-hmm. he wants them both to be smashed because otherwise she won't go for him. Or right. Until she's drunk and then mm-hmm. try it up, like, try it on. And again, like, maybe it's because I'm just. A snowflake maybe it's because i'm just so hyper aware of like mm-hmm. sources of media like, i don't watch tv or anything like that mm-hmm. so i feel like i'm like hypersensitive and aware in terms of the things i do watch so to me it was like whoa that's like whoa like that's are we normalizing rape culture to that point now where it's yeah. just 
funny to be like, yeah, she doesn't she doesn't want to be with me. She doesn't want to have sex with me. She doesn't want to talk to me or whatever. Good job that this podcast is marked as explicit because right. um, I would have probably been taken down a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, you know, are we just that comfortable with assuming that we just take advantage of drunk women now? That it's like in this film that's incredibly popular. Yeah, I mean, that video or that video, that movie came out like probably in like the early aughts right so like it's consent is also one of those things as a concept that i feel like we really didn't start talking about until like what like maybe five years ago like that's when like we like and as someone who's like 30 years old like but i mean i mean explicitly talking about consent and like Mm -hmm. how like if someone's drinking like they're not in like the right frame of mind to like really sit yeah. there and, and the consent video, have you did you see the t video in school or was this just mm-hmm. british talks no we we i don't no t videos no t videos <laughs> we had a video we it's at this point it's like a national meme where basically mm-hmm. and i had to show it to my students too because as cringy and funny as it is it gets the message across perfectly so there's mm-hmm. this video that's like everyone knows and it's basically you know the tea is the is the metaphor for sex and it oh, basically no. goes through all of these scenarios like if someone's passed out don't make them tea if someone said they want tea and now they're asleep they don't want tea and things like that right that's actually but, i i feel like we should show that here <laughs> yeah and it goes through all of these like like don't wake them up don't wake them up to like make them tea if you already right. made them tea and now they don't want it just leave it it doesn't matter and things like that mm-hmm. it's actually a really good video but you know you grow up and you're like that's a bit like weird that we are still so like taboo around sex that we have to find metaphors for it as well but i mean i guess you know when it's children and things like that if you're introducing these kinds of ideas early on you don't explicitly want to like say you know what it is mm-hmm. um but yeah, and so it was just kind of weird seeing that, that it was mm-hmm. just so normalized because like you said, we haven't been talking about consent for a very long time. I never got told about consent in school. Same. Um, I I was never taught that mm-hmm. like, and, and there was no kind of pressure on the fact that like women and men should both enjoy it the same way. To me, it was almost kind of like a duty as a girlfriend, you know, to me it was right. almost this is just what we do. This mm-hmm. is just what happens. And no one ever like was like, no, actually, you do not have to and you know it was like over the years i've learned that myself but i never had the explicit conversation with any one particular person and so when i was teaching i made sure that like i was that person to tell the students like this this is something that like you both have to be in on this is something that you both have to have consent about this is something that you both should be able to like you know enjoy and things like that right because you would be surprised as to how many 17 18 year olds are still in that mindset mm-hmm. of like oh this is just what happens you know we go to parties we get drunk and and <laughs> Brits, right. like drunk really young um right so you know it, it was just one of those and it was just really weird to see that like it's just such a popular concept in a film like it's just so lightly talked about that it kind of mm. made me like it just flagged up in my head you know yeah it's 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 one of those like and i that movie is a like a, a classic here or whatever and it's like yeah. one of those things where you have to be like this was made in a bubble like you almost yeah. you're like this was made in a bubble and i have to remember that like things have changed radically since then and then and a lot of the times i look at things like that and i'm like you know what thank god we have something that we can watch from that time period and we can say like look maybe yeah. back then it was okay to laugh at something like this and it was mm-hmm. okay to like trivialize something like this and like maybe in in many ways we can still kind of trivialize but we can learn a lesson from it still yes like yeah. we can still yeah. learn that like okay 
hey, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't be like talking with our like guy friends about how we're going to get this girl super fucking yeah. wasted so that yeah. she'll sleep with me because that's not yeah. a good look, sir. And it's disgusting, yeah. you know, yeah. like and I think that like if you're able to like distinguish that, then that's a win in and of itself. Right. That like yeah. we can watch it and be like, oh, my God, like I can't believe we thought that that was OK. And like yeah. going forward, I'm not going to like engage in, in a behavior Again, like that. I'm not gonna, like, yeah. And I'm going to mm -hmm. make sure that like one i don't consume media like that and right. two i pass it on to like my children or my friends and we actually have a conversation that like ha ah, yeah it's funny but can you just remember that it's not actually okay mm -hmm. um, and you know it's it's often like said again that like oh it's, you're just too sensitive it's a joke because essentially the set it was a sentence it was like oh we're gonna get so mortal and i'm gonna try and get it over and that's it it was over within five seconds but it's still like stuck in my head right and it's still one of those things where it's like yeah it's a joke and it might be you know small and trivial but it's a grain of sand in this big huge like on this massive beach of like what i would call rape culture and a lot of right. people are like that's not a thing we don't have it but to me it's almost like oh it's again, a thing I feel like it is. I, I do believe because I feel like you know it goes. No, from, it is. It goes from a, a it goes from you know a joke or a joke in the media to mm -hmm. like friends just joking on about it and then mention it in the pub and then right. catcalling and then having a few too many and following a girl home, you know. And it's it it builds upon that one silly joke right. to like normalizing the behavior to like employing that behavior within your social circles right. to then going even further and actually doing it once you are not thinking straight. Maybe you're not you you're under some kind of influence. Maybe you're drinking. Maybe you're whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's like I feel like we should start very young um right. and i was talking to owen i was like you know a lot of people like i'm one of those people that i'm saying like we shouldn't be censoring the internet mm -hmm. we shouldn't be censoring media in general and a lot of people say things like you know what about the kids and things like that and i'm like well it's on the parents to make to, sure yeah. to monitor right. what your child is doing and god knows that if i ever have a child i will be on them 24 7 to make sure <laughs> i know what they are doing because i know mm -hmm. what the internet is like I, i've been there i've seen right. that it's scary dark place right um so you know i was saying that like i i would never want my child to watch stuff like that i wouldn't want like and, and owen was saying another one was um i don't know if you've heard of the one of the film called like snakes on the plane it's with oh um, yeah yeah with samuel yes, jackson yeah yes again i've never seen it owen's seen it like 10 years ago like mm -hmm. a very long time ago and he was like oh my god i can't believe because it's just come on netflix and mm -hmm. he was like watch it it's so stupid it and is. i was like okay so we've seen it up to the scene where they're banging on the plane mm -hmm. and i was like i physically cannot watch this anymore i was like what do people and he was like i cannot remember it being this terrible and i was like you just i was like you just can tell that this film was made by men for yep. men i was this just about to say that like, i was just about to say that this scene where mm -hmm. The, the snake comes through the roof of the plane and just jumps straight onto this woman's titty. And I was like, <laughs> nope, nope, this is where I have to just call it off. I'm mm -hmm. sorry, I am out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. Right. No, I, I was just about to like say that too when cause when we were talking about Super Batter. It was like, you can just tell that like lines and stuff like that when they were written, there was probably not a woman at the writer's table. Yes. Like there probably was it. And like that's just, and I think like going like forward and stuff like, 
jokes like that don't really happen that much anymore because there is such a concerted effort to like make mm -hmm. the writer's room way more diverse, be it gender yeah. and color. And yeah. so, but like, and as far as like rape culture stuff, like I literally had a conversation with like my best friend yesterday and I, I we like went on this long rant about how like the fact that like there is pepper spray i mean i don't know if it's like the in a in british in britain or, or the uk or whatever but like the fact that there's like keychain pepper spray is a, a an exact physical manifestation of rape culture because yes. like and, and I, I don't oh i don't walk around with pepper spray on my yes, keychain because i'm not worried i can walk around at night like i'm not cool. that worried but she has it, and I'm like, that's crazy. Like, yes. that's so crazy. It's crazy that, um, so we, I've seen those. I've seen those on TikTok, of small mm -hmm. businesses. I've seen those on Etsy, and it's illegal to carry anything like that here in the UK. Mm -hmm. And I've said to Owen before, I'm on the verge of buying one to mm -hmm. have one because I'd rather have one and protect myself and then go to jail for having one than not have one in the first place. And then and get raped. Assaulted, yes. Right, yeah. I was like, that's, to, that's the extent mm -hmm. of which we are to go like isn't that crazy and i've seen another video um and it was this dude basically saying like there is no such thing as rape culture and the girl was like okay well what do you do when you're trying to not get raped when you leave the house and he goes what do you mean and she's like well what clothes do you wear and he's right. like, what? like, what kind of sharp object do you have on you at all times? Do you know which areas of the town you are not allowed to go in after 6 p.m.? Do you know what right. kind of people? Do you know the thumb in the bottle? The right. never leave your drink, the, all that. Because we are taught that at such a young age. Mm -hmm. We Like, the first thing that my mom told me when I started going out and partying, she was like, as soon as you put that drink down, that's no longer your drink. Right. She was like, you stick your thumb in the bottle at all times. If you go to the toilet, you take it with you. If you go... Mm -hmm. if every single time one of your friends in the group will net like does not drink and these are the things that mm -hmm. I had to teach my like 10 year old students at the same time because mm -hmm. i was teaching social skills so it was like important things to know and obviously we're gonna have to talk about underage drinking and things like that and i was like if you are going to you know once you reach the age go out and you know drink and things like that i was like again i was passing those on mm -hmm. but but these things that I had to pass on are only there because of rape culture. Right. Because of the fact that there is a risk that this girl, if if she doesn't remember, you know, her year 10 teacher or her year seven teacher saying you need to put the thumb in the bottle, she's risking essentially her life. Right. And it's so fucked up that it's so deeply ingrained in our society that it's just normal. It's part of the curriculum. How mm -hmm. can you make that part of the curriculum? Is that does that not say that it's something wrong? Right. Well, and like also the th the thing we we were talking about too was the fact that like we have to like teach women all of these like different um all of these different tactics and like lessons of social socially and all like about how to not how to remain safe but it's like but we can't teach men to to, just not, to yeah. not do that because that's yeah. offensive and i'm like Yes. What? I'm like, hold on. Okay, so you're yeah. telling me that, like, it's okay that we have to teach women how to not be raped, but we can't teach men how to not do it? Like, that yeah. doesn't make much sense to yeah. me. And yeah. I don't think it's and offensive as a, as a man. 
to tell mm -hmm. if if I don't think I would particularly be offended if I was taught to about like what like men don't do things like this yeah. like and don't be because, creepy and awful to people yes but that's like, because it was never a thought in your mind in the first place so I feel mm -hmm. I genuinely believe that the people who are going to be offended by that are the people who are capable of doing it right so it's the people who are going to be like oh my god you can't have fun anymore and things like that and it's like no, that's so actually, yes it's like <laughs> no actually um it's because your idea of fun is invading someone else's boundaries and mm -hmm. So that's where the problem lies. Similarly, I've seen a TikTok this morning and it was this girl who, it was just on my For You page and I'm so old and I still use it and I don't know why mm -hmm. I use it. I've downloaded it as like a sarcastic joke. Now I can't put it down. Right. But it was this girl who like rides horses mm -hmm. and she's a gorgeous girl and, and like in the horse riding attire, like mm -hmm. her bum is there, you know, it's she, it's a very tight, like whatever. Right. But the thing is, that's, that she's not going out of her way to like mm -hmm. try and, appear in any way like she's literally just riding a horse and then so she put this tiktok out and she was like when you're just doing what you love like riding horses and people are sexualizing you mm -hmm. and she didn't what was so interesting to me was that the men in the comments were furious they were saying like well what do you expect when you're dressing like that and then she was like <laughs> notice she was like notice that i didn't mention who was sexualizing me right. i didn't who was men i didn't but you are outing yourself right Right. By saying like, oh my god, I can't believe you tell me not to do it. Right. That's and it's crazy. Almost, that's it's like you you are literally the person we're talking about, and you mm -hmm. are you are so delusional. You literally are in delusional land right now, that you think that this is a right for you. T. I'm the biggest T. Like that is <laughs> that is one that is one thing that I think that a lot of like people are are are. I mean, I guess like straight men or whatever having a hard time is like recognizing that like it is like they've been so conditioned to think that like it's fine like it's fine yeah. and then the fact that like and then when you bring it up how it's not it's like they're offended yeah. and i'm just like yes. dude like how dare you right and i understand it's like it's not hashtag all men yeah i understand yeah. that or whatever and i and i always get annoyed when like people are like when they have no. to say that or whatever i'm like no one is saying that no one is saying that yeah. like all men are inherently evil mm -hmm. and that they yeah. do these things yeah. but there is a large segment of of us that large are awful enough. yeah large enough large enough that we have to teach this as a <laughs> curriculum yeah point. yeah and it's we should be okay and and also men like we need to like check each other like that's yeah. what needs to be happening and i i have many straight male friends that i've grown up with and that i've made as an adult and stuff like that and like when they're doing things that i think are weird i fucking call it out and i'm like you know what here. like you shouldn't talk like that dude like you yeah. really shouldn't and like it makes you sound first of all it makes you look really unattractive i just want to be yes. real first of all and second because of all it, it's borderline illegal well yeah i feel like a lot of the time i feel like a lot of the time the way to like deter a straight man is to mm -hmm. tell him like that's not attractive that's not gonna get you sex and then they're like oh, right oh, okay. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean the goal is to like Yes. get a girl and stuff like that and i'm gonna tell you right now like as a gay man like looking in like it's very unattractive when you do it an act that way working, like yeah. it's not working you know yes. and it's i i think it's i think it's important for us to like do that like as yeah, men absolutely. and like I and i have the privilege i have male privilege to sit there and be able to like candidly tell this motherfucker like yes. you should stop that like because real talk. In a way, you know, and again, this might be coming from maybe we are just like two snowflakes. Like I don't probably. Know, oh well. Probably. 
But you know what? Like, if it, like I'm gonna live a snowflake and I'm gonna die mm-hmm. a snowflake in that case. But to me, it's so incredibly important that someone like you, as you said, because you are essentially in this circle, right? Like you are in there on the inside. Right. They look at you like you know the equal because you're also mm-hmm. a man. And so mm-hmm. if it was coming from a woman, they'd be like, oh, like, no, again, not all of them, not all men. Let's just get this straight. But a lot of men or some men would be like, oh, shut up, like you. Right. What are you talking about? Because you're a woman and you're bringing that to their attention. You're saying, actually, you're hurting my feelings or you're objectifying me, mm-hmm. um, whatever. And they'd be like, oh, shut up, man, you know? Mm-hmm. And so when it's coming from a dude and you're like, actually, that's that's bad, then that's how you, that you like you know that they're going to listen to you. Right. Because they'll look at you as like one of them. Well, and, so- and, they'll, and they're more comfortable to like have that conversation with me yes. in the room. Like a lot of the times they're not about to like say things. I mean, well, I don't know, actually. Now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, some men are like that gross that they're like i don't give they're gonna say that those kinds of things with women in the room and i'm just Uh, like we were we were were walking um we're going on a walk the other day and there was like so when you're like walking around um the estate that we're in the builders and stuff they have like the little the little like you know canary wharf management whatever like so that you know that like they're working there and so there was this one dude and i thought he was looking at this fountain because this fountain wasn't working and i'm just looking at him and you know when you have like a good feeling your brain's like look at that look at that dude like look at that dude he's up to no good right so i'm just like walking around looking at him and so he's looking at this fountain but he's actually looking at this girl Oh right yeah and then he turns around looks at me looks at my boyfriend looks around and then just turns right well first of all he was he was walking looking at her um mm-hmm. and he almost walked into this fucking marble like concrete structure uh mm-hmm. like the, like what is it called um Oh my god, I forgot the English word right now, right? But <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, the big like artsy things, right? Like that, you know, you have scattered all over like pretty places. Right. So he walked into one of them, like just like just like narrowly. And so he looked at us and then he just proceeded to look at her and just so shameless, didn't care, like completely looking right at her, like not even Ugh. in the the fountain wasn't even in his view anymore. So there was no, mm-hmm. there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that he was looking straight at her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how ballsy do you have to be to not give a fuck that there's so many witnesses that people are literally staring at you, looking at this poor girl's back because she was walking away from him. So clearly looking at her, like her bum or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, so you are so ballsy that you do not care that at like 3 p.m. in the middle of this busy park, like there's people literally walking past you People mm-hmm. are going on a walk and you are just straight up looking at them knowing you are in your work attire mm-hmm. that tells us that you are working here and you just don't, don't care. Your- so it's like, so if you're yeah. that bold now, what happens after 6 p.m. and two shots and three pints? Yeah, that's yeah, that's I'm- scary to think about. It's scary so to it's think like- about. Yeah, I, poor girl literally had like her, her coat on and like her jeans and like that's it and I was like that's crazy that she has no idea that this dude just for 15 seconds straight literally almost like fell off like fell off the little stairs because mm-hmm. he wa- almost walked into the structure looking at her looked at all of us kept looking at her she doesn't that's know that's the weird part that to me I mean it's already like kind of weird to be looking that intently or whatever like I understand but you see an attractive person you look at them you're like oh yeah okay and then you keep it pushing yes. like you keep yes. walking and going up but to like sit there and like stare and so, you're just I'm like just, ooh and, and look and acknowledge everyone around you mm-hmm. and then just keep doing it again like I wouldn't dare I wouldn't have never that and like even if I wanted to check someone out 
Mm-hmm. Like you said, I'd look at them and be like, oh, they're attractive. Or even if I had to double take because they were the most beautiful person ever, mm-hmm. I definitely would not be doing it in my work uniform where people can be like, that's inappropriate. Let's, like, let's right. report her. Because I have those sort of, flat, like, I have those, like, boundaries in my head. And so clearly to me that just meant that this dude, like, just nothing, just completely smashed through any kind right. of barriers that they that there was and was just, like, ass. And just, yeah. like, complete, just mesmerized. Nothing matters. And it's just so incredibly scary to me because I was, like, saying Owen, as we walked past it, I was like, mm-hmm. how am I supposed to feel safe as a woman somewhere like this where it's supposed to be nice, you know, nice area and whatever else, but right. it's, like... I would not go out after 6 p.m. to a pub because I'm scared of mm-hmm. these kinds of people. So how scary is that that you can literally spot it in the in the daylight? There's no even like a cover right. on it. There's not even like a deep like deep lying issue. It's literally just out there. Like mm-hmm. you look at them and it's there, and they just don't care. It's just so ballsy because there's just nothing being done. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of like you know it, it's that kind of grain of sand, and that's kind of like the build up to it, right? So like maybe he saw the Jack Whitehall show. I don't know. Maybe he was like. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's funny. Right. You know, that's good. To, like, that's great to do. And then maybe he had a conversation about it with his friends at the pub, and then he maybe came to work the next day and just thought, you know, nothing wrong right. with it. No, that's not wrong. Right? Yeah. No. Like I, we had a moment. I well, I feel like I was like. T- like 21 or 22 or something and like it was like in the middle of the night and we had like we had spent the we had spent the night like it like smoking or whatever and then we went and got food and we came back and we were like walking through the apartments and there was like this man this like old man that or not old i don't even know maybe he was like in his 40s or something and he was just like Mm -hmm. sitting not sitting he was standing like at someone's apartment window like a like a level one window and just looking in and like and I we're like walking up and like and and I'm like excuse me and he like he like stops what he's doing and he looks at me and then he like proceeds to walk back into his apartment and I'm like that's fucking weird and like I don't even know like the like the people that live there or whatever I'm always one I'm one of those people that I'm like if I see something I say something I can't help myself and that may get my ass killed one day but whatever like and so I was like that's weird and so like we get to his apartment I'm like I have to write a letter and let whoever lives there know that like what I have that their neighbor is like yes. just staring in their windows at night. Like it's so crazy. And so I wrote a letter and I like, I like put it on, I put it on the door and then I was like, I need you to make sure it's like, and then I think like a couple of days well, later, I like went and knocked on the door during the day. Cause I'm like, I'm not gonna knock on this person's door at like midnight, yes. you know, and scare the shit out yeah. of them. But like, so yeah. I like, so, you know, and I'm like, I knock on the, and it's a, a man comes to the door and I was like, I don't know who lives in this room or whatever, but I just want you to know that the dude across the way was like peering into your window at night. And he was like, what? Like, and I don't know what came of that, but like, when you see things like that, you're just like, it just, it, I mean, it gave me the heebie-jeebies and I know that like, I can protect myself at the end of the day. <laughs> well, that's the thing because I'd never like, I'd never forgive myself if I saw something like that and they didn't say mm-hmm. anything. And then God forbid something mm-hmm. happened because you know how like, again, and again, this is over dramatized, like dra- dramatization of what can happen. But you know, those Netflix specials where the witnesses afterwards are like, oh, I saw mm-hmm. something was off and I didn't 
say anything. And I keep wondering if I did so, like, I don't want to be that right. person. I don't want to be that person. And I am, I mean, I'm Polish, I'm Slovenian. My temperament is from my mother. Like I mm-hmm. will, like, I will say whatever I think, especially now that like, you know, I have my education, I work for myself. There's no risk of me being like fired. Right. There's not like, not that these people can't do anything to me. So there was a lot of times where I would just be like, what are you doing? Right. What that's so inappropriate. There was even t- retail stories. That's a whole <laughs> other thing. Like how creeps you get in retail. Yeah. There was even a time where, and again, this is all men. Mm-hmm. And maybe like like all of my experiences have been with mm-hmm. men. And maybe like I don't doubt that there's women out there like that too. And especially older women. I've heard stories of older women being incredibly like creepy, especially to like friends that had that work behind a bar and things like that. And it's really inappropriate. But again, I think it goes back to the way that, like you said, you know, it's the older generation, mm-hmm. right? It's all the generation that think that like there's just no consequences to behaviors anymore. But there's been times where like I was on a checkout. Um, and this dude would come in again with his mm-hmm. wife this was and they were like 50 plus 50 early 60s um, and he'd say things like oh i've asked your manager if i can take you home after your shift but apparently you have a boyfriend so yeah me, there was a like just what that's so there, there gross was just, this wasn't the first time it was just so many times and so first first of all i um i was like 15 16 at the time when i started mm-hmm. working there like 16 17 so I was like, you know, you, you, you do that thing when you laugh, when someone makes you mm-hmm. uncomfortable. And I stopped doing that. I've stopped doing that completely. Because, like, do not laugh when someone makes right. you uncomfortable. Say to them with a straight face, because essentially that's like softening. Right. Like saying that, like, hi, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll I'll be embarrassed for you. It's fine. You kind of put in the consequence of it on mm-hmm. me instead of you yourself enduring it. So now I would, you know, just be like, I don't get it. Right. Like it's straight. You'd be like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean you want to take me home? What does that mean? What do you want to do? Right. Because the more questions you ask, the stupider they, they right. look. And the more it exposes this underlying idea that they have that they can just say whatever they want, usually within like a sexual, you know, atmosphere essentially. Because that's what that's what you're mm-hmm. saying. That's what you say. You see this 15 year old, you see this underage girl on a checkout, and you think it's funny to make that kind of innuendo. Right. And I don't care if I'm a snowflake for this, but that makes that shit is uncomfortable. Right. So like, I'm just going to ask you questions until you out yourself mm-hmm. as a weirdo. Like, I don't have to. Like, do you know what I mean? But again, it's just this idea that like it's fine to do mm-hmm. that's I feel like stems back stems from like media right and things like that so that's maybe why i'm so incredibly sensitive when i'm watching things right. like that because i have firsthand felt what that might lead to not necessarily does what but what it might lead right to. like micro actions can lead to like macro like yes aggressions and so it's like yes, it's absolutely. like one of those things where it's like if we're gonna if we're gonna like trivialize or joke about these things and like we need to make it abundantly clear that it's not okay like that needs to be the like ending like lesson at the end of it is that like we've come to the conclusion that like yes was this instance funny but like the moral of the story is yeah. that it wasn't okay. Like it was, and it's like, yeah. and it's in fact, we should do better, you know? Yes. You know, absolutely. and, um, it, yeah. and the re- and your retail story made it like, it spoke to me a lot too, because when I was in high school, I was, I worked at like, an, we call them office max, like a, like an office supply store. And um, mm-hmm. I was closing one night um, with, with like two of my, like two of the women that I worked with. And mm. one of them couldn't do it. And so they, so um, she was going to have like one of my like male coworkers um, fill in for her. And, and the, um, the, uh, 
the manager, he, he was like, or she was like, she was like, um, I can't do that. Like, I can't have her clothes alone with you two. And I'm like, I'm like, why? Like, what's the big deal? And she's like, well, I have it as a rule where it's like, I don't have uh, my female employees clothes alone with two male employees. And I was like, at first I didn't understand. I was like, weird. That's so weird. But as like, like looking back on it now, I'm like, I'm like, I get it. I understand why she's saying that. Like, yeah, and that's because you never had right. that thought in your head in the first right, place. Right, right. <laughs> so that's why it didn't occur mm-hmm. to you. You're like, well, what, what do you mean? But if someone was like, well, like, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, th- there's other people who could have caught on straight right. away. And, and that's usually the people who have experienced it first time or you have witnessed something like that. That are like, yeah, like the fact that you could, that someone can say, like objectively an individual, you can be like, oh, there's no such thing as rape culture. Boy, have you lived in our right. like world? Like, have you had a sister, a mother, a girlfriend, a, like a friend who's a woman who has never spoke to you about these things? Mm-hmm. Like, you've never been like, in, into, into the experience, and it's not just women. Right. Obviously, it's it's it can happen right, to anyone, right. but predominantly, and again, from my own experience, I would say it's women. It's a lot of women that I know, and um, globally, and it's again, it's women. It is just is what it is. Like on every facet of like. Society, societies throughout the globe right like that is like women have to endure things like that on so many different multitudes of levels you know like even in our like most developed nations like this is what women have to deal with so i mean i can only imagine what it's like in underdeveloped nations where like they don't have sets of laws and stuff like that that are, are like at least trying to protect women you know and I think it's so incredibly important, like you said, you know, to for people like me and you, who might be, you know, considered snowflakes, mm-hmm. but to pull those people up on these kinds of behaviors. So like my other friend who I'm gonna hopefully get mm-hmm. on the show at one point, she was saying that, you know, I, I, I got with my boyfriend and he is so incredibly, you know, ignorant, not by his own will, but just because he's never experienced mm-hmm. things. So he just doesn't, just never heard of things. So she was, so she was saying that like, he's just only coming about to learn about like the pedophilic, um beauty standards in our right. world it was like she was like, just now i'm uh, like when i have to explain things to mm-hmm. him like where does this like beauty standard come from that we want women to be so petite so short so tiny skinny, so young you know oh um, yes absolutely <laughs> so why the so, st- there was a statistic right. i saw on um, bumble and it was that like women usually search within their own age range or a little bit mm-hmm. older but men almost exclusively go, go for 19 to 25 right, right. that is, i mean I, even the beauty crazy. standard of like of like stigmatizing women like getting older and not being quote unquote as desirable or beautiful like yes. it's that like it's literally that like oh after 30 it's mm-hmm. over for you women like 30 are you kidding mm-hmm. me but when men get older like, like we get more rugged and handsome yeah wrong. it's so just yes, it's, yes. it's just like ugh, it's so gross it's crazy. and like and and then another thing that i saw which i thought was revolutionary to me but apparently a lot of people know this <laughs> but like i came to this conclusion on my own and i was like oh my like mind blown but it was that like you know the in- inclusive like brands and inclusive mm-hmm. fashion shows so you either have the pedophilic standard of like you know the smallest the tiniest the skinniest the youngest mm-hmm. the no hair um you know the most innocent and things like that or you go the other way the most fertile so yes you can have plus size women on run like run mm-hmm. shows but they need to have big boobs they need to have a big bum they need to have a tiny right. waist because it's 
fertility. Mm -hmm. So it's like either way you are saying that like, oh, we're doing you a favor because we're including all these other women, but essentially you're still catering to the male right. gaze. Like that's is you're saying like we'll include you as long as you're still quote unquote fuckable. right. Which is so crazy to me because the like ninety percent of the people that like consume fashion are women. Are yeah. women. Yeah. <laughs> and so it just it just speaks to mm -hmm. the media. But I think it's like, well, if we show them that, they'll want to be that. And then that affects us. Like, in, in the end, it benefits Patriarchy. us, you know? Yes, if our... And again, maybe, mm -hmm. like, I'm talking about this. I'm, like, using all these buzzwords that I've been told right. are not okay to use. You're a snowflake. You're, like, you're too offended. Mm -hmm. But that is what it is. Let's just call it that. You're hoping that your girlfriend, your fiancé, your partner will see these kinds of, you know, shows, these the, these kinds of, you know, medias. And then she's going to want to be like right. that. Um, to the point where I've actually known someone who was saving up for a boob job because her boyfriend only ever that was like she was his first girlfriend mm -hmm. and he was very open about the fact that he you know used to have um like, like it wasn't like an addiction but he consumed porn a mm -hmm. lot and he was basically saying like you don't look like that and in oh. order for me to love you you have to look like that and so she the poor girl was like okay and she was oh saving up for it oh my god and we were like, what, what are you doing? Right. The audacity, <laughs> the audacity. The first of all, the audacity for him yes. to be like, oh, you don't look like the porn, porn stars that I, I'm yes. like, what? Like, that is so crazy to me. I hate, I've, I've heard yes. so many like different like stories or whatever of like that where like men are like, oh yeah, I like, I bought her a boob job. I'm like, oh, that just is so awful. My ex-boyfriend told me that if so first of all my boyfriend was incredibly toxic but um he encouraged me quote unquote um to go to the gym more like more mm. often like four times a week five times a week um and i mean like I'm, i wouldn't say i'm glad but i'm happy that i went in the first place just so i know that like i do right. like it maybe not that intensity because it would get to the point where like i would put off school work oh, wow. to go to the gym mm -hmm. in order to for him to find me attractive so and then at one point, this is like I dated him from like sixteen to twenty or twenty-one. Mm -hmm. At one, at what point do you find it appropriate to tell your girlfriend if you want to, I'll pay for your plastic surgery to get your ass Ugh. bigger? Like that's so at crazy. 20. And it's like the fact that you were like, "That's fine. That's something that's completely normal in my right. head." Right. Instead of, instead of focusing on the fact that like your girlfriend's got an education, she's smart. She you know has hobbies. She's a right. person. Like right. wow. Right. It was more like, how can I make you more desirable to myself? Right, to my gaze. Like, that is so... No yes. Like, I'm willing for, to give her, to pay for her money, to, yes. pay, to pay for her to get this surgery, to put her life at risk, just so I can yeah. be more satiated. Just so I'm happy. And I mean, again, I don't want to go come off as like, you know, we're only looking at the women's side because, you know, there's, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on men too. Like, I don't know if you've seen the um, the controversy now about Gymshark um, and how they are being so inclusive with women being fat, being like open. Yeah. Like, but I don't think there's anything wrong with the word fat, like Same. at all. I don't think there's anything wrong with the word skinny. I don't think, I think they're just describing right. words. Like, and so, and it, also I feel like, you know, words only have as much power as we right. give them. Um, so it's like, I, I feel like, so, so there was a lot of, you know, skinny women, fat women, curvy women, whatever. And then there's only one certain type of man. And that's the very- Captain like, America you know, body. Yes, absolutely. So I see it. I see that there's so incredibly much pressure on men to look a certain mm. way. But at the same time, I feel like the world is generally more catered 
two men. Right. I don't like, when like when to- I when I see like ripped men bodies or whatever in front of me, I I never really I, I I don't know. I've never really been like, oh my god, I just like it doesn't represent me or you know what I'm saying. Like I, mm-hmm. I've never, felt, but I can understand how for women since society places such a importance on how their outward appearance, how it's incredibly yeah. important that we show different types of bodies at different ages yeah. with all different, you know, all yeah. different kinds. So that way we can show them that like, you're nothing. That's the next, yeah, yeah. That their looks um, aren't so important or their, their what value isn't tied to their looks. Like there's more, there's more mm-hmm. to us than just the body. And I think we've tackled the, um, shape mm-hmm. you know like maybe not fully but i feel like we've started tackling that there's more inclusivity i feel like the next big thing is age yeah. because I, the idea that like someone said this to me before that like after 30 women are expiring right. oh my and god it's like, what do you mean? like 30 <laughs> like 30. that's so crazy like, dude, I am 20, like i'm 23 this year so you're saying that i've got seven years left of me and mm-hmm. that's it i'm done mm-hmm. <laughs> what the what? No, I don't. Like, like there was, uh, I was watching TV with my uh, friend one time, and it was a uh, one of those like you know those beauty like Maybelline skincare um, things, and it was an older woman that was like the mm. the model, and they were, and he was like, "Ew, why would they use that? Like, don't they want to sell this?" And I'm like, "Do you not think that like older women don't use skincare products? Like, I I don't understand what you're like." And also, her, like- she looked amazing. Like she's like she looks like yeah. she's forty. You know, like I don't know, and she's probably like sixty. Like, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna Google her right now. And I like looked at her. I'm like, see, yeah. it says she's sixty one years old, and she looks like she's in her thirties because she's using skincare. Like it's like yeah. I don't. And a, I was like, and it's not about you, sir. It's not about you. He yes, got so yes, mad at me. He was just like, why are you being so aggressive? And I'm like, because it's just a dumb, it's a dumb opinion to have. That's why. <laughs> this is a product for right. women from the beauty industry. So it's like, it's, this is this doesn't concern you, sir. Like we don't. Right. We should be applauding this. this. We should be like, oh my god, like, thank I'm you. Like, you use six in one shampoo all over your body, <laughs> and you do not wipe. Like, right. It's so you can sit this right, one out, right. you know. Uh, but yeah, so mm. you know, going back to the like, are we too sensitive? Apparently, I feel like I want to say like I we are. Like, <laughs> <laughs> would you? Would you? I feel like I am too sensitive, but I feel like I am too sensitive in order to be kind of like better safe than right, sorry. and to be cognizant, you know, to be aware. I'd rather yes. be. A, I'd rather yes. be awake or like quote unquote woke. Yes to let right you know what i'm saying like i'd rather be that and like and be able to have this conversation with you and like you know and and something come out of it then just be like stick my head in the mud and just be like no yeah i want to think the way i want to think i'd rather have all of the information than make my objective opinion Mm -hmm. on it then not be exposed to any of it and like just not want to hear about any of it and not want to be part of a conversation of a progressive world because these are conversations that I would never even thought of like five years ago like that was not even like no question in my mind that like there was something to have a conversation about and now it's like actually you know I want to have people here I want to talk about it because I think it's important and so I'd rather have all of the information make my objective opinion than have nothing and just have the opinion that like I got from like films like Superbad yeah. or like Jack by Hook. Right. You know, like I feel like it's at least again, at least it's enough information for us to have an hour conversation. Right. About and it. and it's important to in order to have progress to have these conversations and to and the only way we can 
we can have consensus is to have these conversations. And also status quo is boring as fuck. Like, I don't know why anyone would want to just like stay the same, you know, like let's, let's, you know, and if, and we're never going to always get it 100% right. But the point is that we try to at least do better. And then, and I mean, society has been like, society has been like mental centric for years. Like, let's try something different now. Like society like this, for so many years, maybe it's time to like try and have something mm-hmm. different. Maybe it's time to like, try and break down. To, maybe it's time to like involve younger people, older people in this conversation to just see where we can go from here. Right, and, I, and maybe it's and maybe it's my upbringing or whatever that like is. I'm so down for that, but like I've pretty much my family is very like woman centric and like women run our family, mm-hmm. and like I can honestly say that like my life is better for it. So I don't know why mm-hmm. like we're so like against it you know and and in many times like societies or like you know like like countries or whatever that are far more female centric and like are we look to and like the women are the leaders of like the tribes like those those tribes tend to do better they tend to like well i mean look at like the covid response right right and like like, i've I've said this before like if you google the best like countries that have done the mm -hmm. best i think new zealand three out of the five right Yes, it was like I'm not sure if it was like Thailand or something, mm-hmm. but like there was some like Asian countries, and they were all run by right. women. And it was like, and, and you dare tell me that women like <laughs> lead with emotion right. or that which also to mm-hmm. that that like you know, um, I've seen this clip before where you know, uh, um, it was around the election like last mm-hmm. time, not just this one that's gone in the US but last time and they were basically going out and like interviewing people and they were like hey do you think that like you know a woman should be in power and there was this other woman that was like no absolutely not and they were like wow and she was like because they're too emotional and they'll start wars and he was she was like oh and and the interviewer was like so can you tell me um do you know that every war that's ever been started or majority of them were always started by men it was like oh um yeah (laughs) right mic drop like right well like you. show me That's... the show me the like facts that show that like when women run nations or whatever that they're more prone to war because I, as far yeah. as i'm concerned there's not many civilizations that have existed since humans have been a thing where they were ran by women like so because they never oh, get the uh, opportunity were... really you know yeah yes so That's it's exactly. like it's you know, i don't yeah. even like i mean angela merkel's been like the prime minister of germany for a very long time and i don't see her rushing to start wars with people like yeah, I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't even heard of like many countries right she's one that. of the most she's one of she's part yeah. of like one of the most successful nations in the european union like in one of the most powerful nations yeah, and even like just the simple fact of like there's not that much media coverage that I've heard. I haven't heard of her as much as, for example, Trump. Or oh, as God. much as, for example, I just had PTSD you know I mean? when you said his name right now. Yeah, that that's their the bridge too far. Trump. You've mentioned his name. How dare you? Like, I mean, side note. It's been so sobering and refreshing, like in America, at least. And I'm sure probably like I in America, we we are very I hate this. America is very Americentrist. Like we we are we have this very narrow idea of the world that like we think that America we think we are the be all end all or whatever. And so I just it's been very nice to not have to hear his name as much because he's not on social media and all that stuff so i have like so in my head i was like so i I bet it's probably much more it's probably nice for you guys too to not hear it but i mean because i don't really know what kind of news you guys get but 
so we've seen this again um again i've seen this video um and it was like asking americans trick questions mm-hmm. and this is just stereotyping so bad because you have like the med like the medical powerhouses you have like the scientists like you are incredible but some of your people who represent <laughs> you are just not the best nope. people and so um you know and even just like you mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of them you know go on to like educate themselves and further the kind of horizons a little bit later on around the 20s mm-hmm. but when you ask them at like 17 16 it's still that very like high school mindset um and so it was like you know it was like how many countries is there oh, I in the world or something <laughs> and the girl, girls and the girl went italy is italy a country and the other girl went no <laughs> and i was like I, so they just yeah and came to consensus that italy was just not out, out of right the country, not a country right just so, and again i know that or this they think africa's like, a country absolutely but i mean if you ask if you ask like just the average londoner like child like 16 17 teenager mm-hmm. year old you know like it was luther king like there was one video where a dude was like i think he was the president <laughs> and they were like the president of what and he was like oh was my like, god England. yes okay so i mean you know we're equally our teens are equally mm-hmm. as bad um but we do get a lot less of that kind of news especially now after the election so i think it must be a lot easier on you and on oh, us like, it's if it's easy on so us, so much better I, I think jack whitehall yeah. kind of makes a joke about that in the special i was watching where he says like america has like the biggest and like and, yes and, you like, know, oh, and he's yeah. like yeah you guys are like the fattest people the dumbest people and it's true i mean it's true <laughs> we but we we have extremes bigger yeah we have extremes on both sides like we have very smart people and we have very athletic people i mean you know like we we dominate the olympics like that's what we're about yeah like once you put your mind thing like america Mm -hmm. is like i can see why patriotism like just comes Mm -hmm. through so much because you like just smash there's a doctor there's a doctor in, on YouTube and and he's from the UK and like he always says that like when the cuz he was he was doing these daily it's like Dr. Glenn something or something and he does these daily covid reports about like the updates uh-huh. about what's going on in the world and like he would like every day I would watch him because we're in covid right and it's we're in quarantine and he would say he's like he's like he's like when, he's like He's like, America's really doing not that great right now, right? Like, we're, there are a lot of people are getting sick and dying over there. But he's like, but one thing about America is when they get their shit together and they want to do something, they fucking do it and they do it the best that anyone can ever see it done. And it's true. And I almost like you have to put your 100% mm-hmm. into it and you mm-hmm. do. It's just that sometimes you put your 100% <laughs> the wrong way. The, the yeah. wrong way. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> But again, circling back because I don't want to keep you too long. Um, it's already right. been lo- this is the longest episode yes. I've ever came came out, with, <laughs> even though there's not three. But you know, um, yeah. So in terms of are we too sensitive? I think we are, but I don't think there's anything wrong. Me with neither. It. I think it's important to like be sensible, and if that makes me yeah. a snowflake, then so be it. And I'm like over. Okay. I'm over. I really, honestly, I don't even really care when like people that say that because it just to me it just it makes me know that they're closed-minded and they refuse to like you know if they're not even gonna be if they're not even down to engage in it's in in many ways saying that to someone is just a way to close the conversation you don't yes, even want to hear is. my it's viewpoint like, i don't have anything to mm-hmm. say so let's just not say it at all mm-hmm. you're yeah. a snowflake i'm gonna shut it down and that's and i'm like all right cool i don't need to talk to you then yeah yeah it's i i love those receptive conversations that you can have with people <laughs> um so i think 
Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of people are coming around mm-hmm. to it though. But oh, 100%. Generation Z, I've said this for a while now. Gen Z is going to like, I honestly think they're going to like pave the way and like they're, they're going to shock I us. Our generation is gonna like if we have the chance and the time, we're gonna like co- like get climate change mm-hmm. like change so so uh, the climate crisis mm-hmm. like uh, that's gonna, like that's gonna be on us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the social stigmas with a lot of things, the social change, the acceptance. We still have such a long way to go, but I feel like our generation is really gonna like push Force. to get that mm-hmm. started, and then essentially, and then eventually, like our children and our grand- grandchildren are gonna get that shit sorted. Yeah, like, that's gonna that's gonna. I agree one hundred percent. Yeah. So, are you are you too sensitive? Yeah, and I'm I'm okay with it. Sensitive mm-hmm. and proud. Me too. Um, thank you so much for coming. Thank on you the for podcast. having me. Thank you so much for I honestly could talk and talk and right. talk. I love hearing myself. Same. Um, that's why we were <laughs> That's why we've made the YouTube videos. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? So. Thank you so much. Um, I'm hoping I can get you back on mm-hmm. here um, with another episode. Should, like I, I have to because I just love talking to you. So thank you so much for being thank here. You for thank me. you so much. And I'll see you in my next episode. Thank you guys. <laughs>